Hi everyone! Welcome back to the second episode of the More Than Mountains podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and if you haven't listened to episode one, please listen to that one before this one, because I did introduce everything about me and my goals for More Than Mountains, and thank you so much for being here today. My goal for this episode is to talk about 50 things to do when you're feeling anxious or bored. I wanted to make this episode idea right away because I feel like finding unique ways to cure your boredom or just get out of your head and a negative mental rut can be a really great way for you to branch out and also stop worrying as much about things you can't control. I know I struggle with overthinking sometimes and finding new passions and hobbies and things to do is a great way to get out of that negative space. So. Before I start into the 50 things to do when you're bored or anxious, I did say in my last episode that I want to start every episode with something that made me smile that day and a quote of the day. So for something that made me smile today, I did go to see Big Time Rush live last night and it was so much fun. I've been a really big Big Time Rush fan for a really long time. I loved their show when I was younger and I'm a really big Kendall stan, so for all of my Big Time Rush fans out there listening, we can talk all things Big Time Rush later on, but I do love the band, and it was a lot of fun. It really made me smile looking through pictures and videos of last night. And for the quote of the day, the quote I picked for today was, the best use of creativity is imagination. The worst use of creativity is anxiety. I love this quote. I think it's such a great reminder for us to recognize that anxiety is a way that we use our creativity in a negative aspect. We try to come up with scenarios and overthink about such negative implications about situations around us when that's most of the time not the case at all. And I loved the first line of the quote which said the best use of creativity is imagination because Finding ways to be creative is such a powerful skill and I think it resonates with this episode because finding new hobbies and passions can serve as a way for you to improve your mental health and overall well-being. So I really like that quote and I did want to shed light into it today. So now, now that we're done with our introductions, we can go ahead and start with our 50 things. Number one, read a book. I'm a big avid reader myself, so reading has always been a big hobby of mine. I love Colleen Hoover, as I mentioned in my first episode, and I think finding good books that resonate with you or talk about hobbies that you're passionate about is a great way for you to get into reading at the start if you're not a big reader yourself. I'm a firm believer that if you don't like reading, you just haven't found the right book yet, because there's something for everyone and it's a great way to get out of your head and enter a new world within a new book. So I definitely recommend. Okay, number two, listen to music. Like I said in my first episode, I am the biggest Swifty you will ever meet and I love listening to music in my free time. I think it's so much fun and it's such a soothing way for you to relax your mind. I always recommend listening to music when you're feeling down, when you're feeling angry, or just when you feel like there's too many emotions going on in your head. It's a great way to get out of your head and into a new headspace. And also finding 
new artists, new emerging artists listen to is also super fun or listening to people that your friends and family recommend. That's always an interesting hobby as well. Number three, watch a movie. That's always a lot of fun, especially if you host movie nights at your house with your friends and your family, get good snacks, sit on the couch. That's a great way for you to not only spend time with your loved ones, but cure your boredom. I think that's a big one. And also, if you have favorite movies, watching throwbacks is always really fun. It's a great way to get out of your head as well. Number four, learn a new language. I love this one because not only is it such a great skill to have in life, but it also improves your brain power. And always learning a new language is so powerful because you can connect with more people and know more about the world around you. So I always recommend, I think it's a great skill to have. But not only that, it's also so easy in the world we live in today. You can just download Duolingo or use online resources to learn a language for free. And that's such a unique way to spend your time and feel productive while doing so. Number five, write in a journal. I'm a big writer myself. I've always been the type of person to keep a diary when I was younger and jot things down on my bed on my bedside. And I think it's a great way to get your ideas down and declutter your head. Once you write down things you're worried about, for example, you feel a weight lifted off your shoulders and it's just such a powerful way to relax your mind and get everything written down on paper so you don't have to keep it in your head anymore. It's such a great technique to use, especially if you're worrying constantly about something that's out of your control. Number six, try a new recipe. If you're an avid cook or baker, this is a great one for you. It's a great way to branch out and use new ingredients, bake and cook new items that you haven't thought about cooking before or you haven't had the time to do so before. That's always a lot of fun. I know my sister loves baking and trying new recipes. Number six, go for a walk. Especially because right now it's summer and the weather is so good outside. It's always great to get fresh air every single day and going for a walk not only does that for you, but you also get physical activity, which is so important. Being able to go outside and take a walk or a run or just listen to music on your walk are all great ways to incorporate techniques to calm yourself down and also cure boredom. Number eight, call a friend. I think having a strong support system is the biggest advantage in your life and being able to connect with new people whether it's old friends or new friends is a great way to get to know more people and also reach out to past connections calling a friend is a great way for you to just catch up and make sure your relationships in your life are as strong as you want them to be while also helping you get get yourself calmed down because talking to someone always helps Number nine, learn to draw. If you're interested in art, I think that's a great hobby to start and a new skill to develop. It's such a fun way to explore your creativity. So drawing, painting, all of the art related hobbies is a great way to use your time as well. Number 10, solve a puzzle. Puzzles are a great way to interact with your mind in new ways because I feel like they're 
unique in the sense that it's a problem that you're trying to solve that doesn't stress you out you know it's not like a real world implication and i love that it's like a little challenge that you can complete with yourself or do it with family members and it's a great way to get out of your head and focus on something new number 11 play a board game i really enjoy hosting family game nights and playing games with my friends in my free time, especially on weekends or after school, because not only is it fun and easing, but also I get competitive and it's so interactive and engaging to be in that community where you guys can play games and spend time with loved ones. And I always love playing board games in my free time. Number 12, do a crossword puzzle. This goes again with the puzzles that I mentioned earlier on, but crosswords specifically, it's a great way to not only get out of your head like puzzles do, but if you're into writing and those types of cognitive, cognitive skills, then I think crossword puzzles are a great hobby that you could look into. Number 13, write a short story. This is a great way for you to use a creative outlet in the sense of writing. So being able to create a new story for yourself and finding passions through writing is such a unique way for you to get out of your head. So it's such a like interesting idea to write your own stories, maybe even write a book in the future. That's a super unique idea. Number 14, learn to knit or crochet. I've never been one to be interested in learning to knit or crochet, but if that sounds like a unique hobby for you to take up, then I definitely recommend trying it. And it's so easy these days by just Googling a YouTube video and getting a couple supplies. I think it's a great pastime. Number 15, watch funny videos online. That's so self-explanatory. We have TikTok, such an easy way to just Google funny videos and you'll find so much. <laughs> Number 16, take a nap. That's self-explanatory, but it's a great way to just relax. Number 17, do a home workout. This hits in with number 18 and number 19, which are practice yoga and meditate. Because finding these relaxing exercises is not only important for your physical health, because physical activity is crucial to improve your health, but it's also so important for your mental well-being. And being able to do physical activity, whether it's doing a home workout or practicing yoga, it's a great skill for you to have and practice on a daily basis. Number 20 clean your room. I don't really like this one, but I do think it's a great way to get out of your head and decluttering is important for your mental mental health just because having a physical space that is clean and organized will not hurt you, you know? I think it's always important to be tidy and see how it reflects your emotions. I think there is a pretty important co correlation there. Number 21, try a new hobby. This goes into number 22, which, which says play an instrument. So finding a new hobby that you're passionate about or something that you can do with your friends is a really great pastime to ease your anxiety as well. Number 23, take a bath. Again, self-explanatory, super relaxing and a lot of fun, especially if you use a bath bomb or something. <laughs> number 21, watch a documentary. Netflix has so many new documentaries and they keep coming out with new ones recently and finding ways to entertain yourself through documentaries is pretty 
interesting because you can learn so much about the world around you and I think that's super cool. Number 25, go for a bike ride. Again, it's summer and the weather's amazing. Going for a bike ride is a lot of fun and it's physical activity, which is super important for you. Number 26, take photos. I love this one because it's so important to capture the good moments of your summer and your life and documenting your memories through photos is something that we sometimes overlook and it's a lot of fun too just taking fun candid pics with your friends or 0.5 pictures that's always a lot of fun number 27 do a diy project you guys remember how diy projects were such a big thing when we were younger i loved watching youtubers make diy videos so there's so much to find online and so many crafts you can make Creativity is limitless to DIY projects. Number 28, play video games. I'm not a big video gamer, but I know some of my friends are, and it's a great hobby. Number 29, paint a picture. Painting is a lot of fun because it has this new aspect to it where it's, it's just so soothing to rub paint on a canvas. And I don't know if that makes sense, but I do love painting. Number 30, start a garden way to be eco-friendly i think i love this one because not only are you able to grow fruits and vegetables but it's a hobby for you it's a pastime it's something that you can dedicate yourself towards especially when the weather is good outside number 31 learn to code i'm not a fan of coding i don't think it's fun and it's definitely not something something i'm gonna pursue in the future but Computer science and AI technology is such a growing field that learning to code is such a useful skill for most professions to have. Number 32, organize your closet. Guys, when I say that my closet is terrifyingly messy, it's so, so bad, and I really should organize it, but I think that's a great way to spend your time. Again, decluttering is so important for your mental well-being because Having everything messy laid in front of you is such a negative perception about your environment compared to having a clean, tidy environment that helps keep you motivated. Number 33, write a poem. It's so fun to get creative with poems because you can go the rhyming route and make them super silly and goofy or even just avoid rhyming and make them really deep and meaningful and resonating with you and your life experiences. I think that's the power within writing and poems in general. Number 34, do a jigsaw puzzle. This goes again with the puzzles I mentioned earlier and jigsaw puzzles are so hard, but they're so rewarding. So I think that's a great way to get out of your head. Number 35, make a vision board. This is such a creative idea because sometimes just planning out your future goals for yourself is the best way to reduce anxiety. If you're worrying about the future, why not take steps to plan it out, right? And make, make the future enticing for you and find ways to achieve your goals by setting up easy, valuable steps for yourself. And making a vision board is a great way to do that and keep yourself motivated for the future. And it's a lot of fun finding cute pictures on Pinterest and putting together a board for yourself that you can look at when you're feeling discouraged or anxious about the future. Number 36, learn to play chess. 
I used to love playing chess with my sister and my grandpa when I was younger, and I think not only is it a great cognitive skill to learn because chess is very good for your mind, or so I've heard, but it's also another game to play with your friends, so I think it's a lot of fun. Number 37, play cards. I don't know why a lot of us just never play cards, because I know a lot of my friends and I play cards, and it's a lot of fun, especially because older generations, so like your grandparents or even your parents, know these old card games that have been passed on for generations. So learning older games like Rummy, I know my family plays Rummy and I enjoy playing it with them. That's a lot, always a lot of fun. Number 38, do a word search. Now, now that I'm thinking about this one, also just doing the wordle every day is a great way to get out of your head for a couple seconds. So finding word games online, especially word searches, are a lot of fun. Or even like Mad Libs, those books that I used to do when I was younger, that's always a blast. So I think that's a great way to get out of your head as well. Number 39, try a new sport. It's so easy for you to try a new sport by just, I don't know, getting a racket and going to a tennis court or playing volleyball with your friends or just running outside because cross country and track and field, right? And it's a great way to get physical activity in the school year seasons, school year as well during different sports seasons. So that's really cool. And then going along with sports, number 40 is dance. Dancing is so much fun. Me and my sister have been Bollywood dancing since we were younger, and I definitely recommend not only just dancing, but mainly dancing for fun. Dance wherever. Dance always. It's so much fun. Um, yeah. Number 41, make a scrapbook. I was really into scrapbooking when I was like 12 or so, and I would make scrapbooks for my sister and myself. Finding ways to document all the pictures that you've taken in the past and in the future is super memorable and nostalgic to look back on. Number 42, go for a hike. I'm not much of a hike person, but if you are, that's a great way to, again, get physical activity and explore the outdoors some more. Number 43, volunteer at a local charity. This includes volunteering at a local hospital, or a soup kitchen, or even doing online volunteering projects. I think those are great ways for you to spend your time while expressing your gratitude for your life and helping those in need as well. Number 44, watch a TED Talk. There's so much you can learn from other people's experiences and just tuning into other people's TED Talks is a great way for you to learn lessons that they're teaching and also Figure out your future passions. I think it's a great way to utilize TED Talks. Number 45, learn to juggle. Imagine how cool it would be if you just all of a sudden showed up in school juggling in the hallway. That was really random. But um, learning to juggle is so interesting because not many people can and it's a unique hobby to start for yourself. And I think it'd be a lot of fun overcoming the challenges that you experience along the way, along your juggling journey. 46, try a new hairstyle. If you're into fashion, this is a great way for you to experiment new techniques and styles and figure out new ways you like to wear your hair. I guess you could also try a new makeup looks too if you're into that. Number 47, learn to make origami. That's super cool. 
being able to fold paper into unique shapes and sizes. I wish I could do that. <laughs> 48, play charades. There is no circumstance where charades is not fun in my book. I think charades is a great way to spend your time and always have a good laugh. Number 49, do a karaoke session. Everyone should participate in karaoke once in a while because it's great for the soul. It's so much fun and being able to do it with your loved ones is a great way to spend your time. 50. This is a broad idea, but just the idea of learning a new skill online. There's so much you can learn from the internet and being able to utilize that and learn a new skill that would potentially help you in your future career is a great mechanism to use, especially if you're feeling really stressed, anxious, or bored. So we just went through 50 things to do when you're feeling anxious or bored. I hope this podcast helped you in the way of finding something to spend your time on, finding a new hobby, or even just being able to get out of your head for a couple of minutes each day. It's so important that we value having that time to ourselves But I do want to stress emphasis on spending time with your loved ones when you're feeling bored or anxious because talking it out with people around you and just having that solid support system is something that we sometimes take for granted. And if you feel like you're struggling with having a support system, I hope this podcast can serve as that support system for you. I'm always going to be a resource that you can reach out to. I want to be friends. And I hope this podcast can serve as that platform for you. That's my biggest goal. I hope you enjoyed tuning in to this episode today. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to be back for a third episode. Bye.